Hi, I'm Marilyn Dennis, and this is Marilyn Dennis Does a Podcast. My guest today is designer, entrepreneur, and lifestyle influencer, Jillian Harris. Jillian was on my talk show recently, and I wanted you to hear our conversation. We chatted about how she got started in the design business and what it took to build her successful lifestyle brand. Very much inspired by her entrepreneurial parents, Jillian also opened up about her mother's struggles with bipolar disorder, a subject that is very near and dear to her heart. If you've ever thought about starting your own business and becoming an entrepreneur, she's got some great advice. So here we go with Jillian Harris. So, so here's the thing, always full of energy. I don't know how you do it because you've got so many things, so many irons in the fire, but your resume is really impressive. So let's go, let's dial it back, Jillian. My grandma would say, you're like horse crap. You're all over the place. <laughs> Can you say crap? Manure? We well, can't now. Uh, but you know, the, the thing is, there's so many, there's so many businesses that you have yeah. and you're a mom. And had. And had. Not, they weren't all successful. That's right. That's good. That's, that's okay. Failure. So good. let's start at the very beginning. How, how did this all start? Oh, a cold day in 1979. No, but, but like my, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. Like ever since I was. How'd you know that? Well, I remember being like four or five years old and wanting to go and like scrub tires at my dad's shop. And I I loved cleaning. I loved organizing. I've always been a busybody. Yeah. Yeah. At one point when I was really young, I remember thinking like life is short. I got to get all this stuff in while I'm here. And so that's sort of what kind of keeps me going. What did you, What was your dad's business? He had an auto body business. So he would fix cars. And I did everything for him, too. I helped with the cars. And I helped with the janitor. And I also did receivables when I was, like, in grade four. So, yeah, I was and answering what, phones. And are, do you have any siblings? No siblings. Okay. And then mom, right? Yeah, my mom's also an entrepreneur. She had a gift store, yeah. antique store. And she's also done every, like, Arbonne and Sensi. And she's, you know... Oh, All those kind of making extra yeah. money on. Yeah, she's well. an artist now. She she paints now and has her own little Etsy shop. So this is where it comes from, yeah. right? And so what did your parents do to support the love of what you did? Like if you said, I'm going to go do this, probably not surprised by that. Yeah. But they encouraged you? Well, the ba- when I decided to go on The Bachelor, they were very nervous. Oh, that's right. That's The Bachelor. Yeah. Remember that show, The Bachelor? Yeah. Um, especially all those hot tub scenes. Oh, my gosh. But um, they always, and I tell our kids that, too, is uh, whenever they express interest, I always say, I bet you're going to be so good at that. I could see you be so good at that as long as you love it. Yeah. And then I let them fail. Yeah. And when they fail, I'm like, this is great. This is one step closer to figuring out what's next for you. The failure is kind of part of the plan. You can't keep on moving up and you can't succeed without failure. But when you, okay, so the, the design thing oh, the and the design. bachelor thing. Yeah. What came first? Um, so what came first? Design. But I didn't go to school for design, although I should have. I worked for Cactus Club. Uh, there's a Cactus Club here. Right? Yes, there is. In um, the, I, I keep on telling the story, and they're probably going to call me one day and say, like, can you stop telling the story? But essentially, the, the creative director was looking for an assistant, and I told them I was an interior designer, which I was not, but I was wanted to be one, and I had little cards that said I was like an interior decorator or something. But I really felt that I was in my heart, like I really believed it, and so he believed me, and then he hired me, moved me to Vancouver, and I'm like, okay, now I've got to actually do this job. But he sort of took to me- jump, with the, Tell people what the Cactus Club is that, that are Oh, so if you don't know what it is, it's a national restaurant yes, chain. in Canada. Uh, much yeah. like, you know, Earl's and Brown's are yeah. actually all sort of in the same family. Right. 
Um, and so I worked at their head office for several years, but I got fired um, because I was not corporate enough. I, they're like, you just don't fit in. I mean, maybe they have the truth and they're going to tell me one day, like, actually why I got fired. But they were really nice about it. And they just, he said, Richard said to me, um, I think you should be on TV. And I remember thinking, driving away crying, thinking like, oh yeah, I'm going to be on TV. Like, <laughs> how does that happen? And years later, I bumped into him after going on The Bachelor. Yeah. And he said, see, I told you. And I'm like, how did you know? And he's like, I just, I just, you just knew. Yeah. You saw that in you. How did you get on The Bachelor? What made you, what motivated you to do that? You know, Wayne Gretzky, obviously, who doesn't know Wayne? Yeah. He has this quote, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you're going to score in every shot. Right. But you got to try it. You got to try it. And I always wanted to be a mom. I always wanted to be a wife. I, you know, it wasn't happening for me in Vancouver. We all know the dating scene in Vancouver is terrible. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to give this a try. And if I don't meet the love of my life, maybe I'll travel. Maybe it'll do something for my career. Yeah. Maybe I'll meet somebody. Well, you worry about the TV aspect of it being so, I don't know, uh, like, you know, it's very um, transparent. Yeah, I don't see that as one of my toxic traits is I don't worry about the bad things until after they happen. Okay. So I don't really think about things thoroughly. And so, no, I was not worried, but everybody was worried for me. Okay. Um, and then it wasn't until that I got my heart broken and I was in the media. That was very difficult. That very was difficult. one yeah. of the lowest points of my life. Like, you know, people... But it was public. It was so public. So yeah. how did you handle that? <sighs> Do you want me to be honest? Yeah. I drank a lot. Okay. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I just didn't know, like, it was also, you're in Hollywood. You're always in L.A. You're not, not, to, not to generalize, but I, I cried a lot and I drank. It wasn't, I wasn't healthy. I was, right, right. I was very skinny. I was very sad. And I remember my parents sitting me down one day saying, um, we regret allowing you to do this. And I just remember thinking to myself, okay, I can't be like this forever. Like, I've got to come out of this. Yes. I was very depressed. And I had to have a pep talk with myself and go, okay, I know I'm talented. I know I'm smart. I know I deserve love. Like, kind of like, okay, let's do this. And that's sort of what I had to do. And I just had to pull myself out of it. So what was the next thing that you did after that whole kind of public kind of, you yeah. know, a, a private outcry, yeah. a public kind of, you know, humiliation? I, tra you. I traveled a lot. I don't know if y'all remember, but I did a very short stint on Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Yes, that, I do remember that. That was really fun, and that was good for my confidence, and I got to travel yeah. and meet new people. Yeah. And then I really wanted to take a year off and sort of refine myself. But what happened was, literally the same week, I got offered the job for Love It or List It, Vancouver, and I met Justin, who is my fiancé now, all in the same week. Wow, what yeah. a good week that was. It was such a good How week. How did you meet Justin? Um, at a bar called Roses, which is funny. You know, Bachelor, the Roses. Yes. Yeah, and he's... Wow, yeah. full circle moment. Yeah. Justin's yeah. about 10 years younger than me, but when I saw him in the lineup, at the time, I was dating a lot, and I was sort of like, okay, here's my next victim sort of thing. <laughs> But when I started to chat with him and we had our first date, I realized like how much he loved my family, my cousins. We had the same values. I met his mom and dad, fell in love with them. And I, at that time in my life, I thought I'm going to be single forever, which is no big deal. If you want to be single forever, that's also Except amazing. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I had sort of chalked it up that I would never find the one. But within a week of meeting Justin, I had to lock it in. I was and like, how yeah. soon after did you get married? Well, we're not married. Oh, that's right. You're not married. We're not married. That's we're, right. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. But um, we had a baby. You got all the time you want. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pregnant. We, we got pregnant first. 
Um, and then we got engaged, and then we just took forever to plan the wedding. Uh-huh. And then our wedding was set for um, July 2020. And oh, yeah, that's then. right. I forgot about so that. So we just, right. a lot of things have happened since then, and we are just sort of like, it's going to happen, but I don't know when. So let's let's go talk about the business side of, of you. Uh, you know, I love the fact that you said, you know, got some failures too. I mean, that's, a, yeah. you know, we, 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 we get afraid of that, but you're a risk taker, clearly, yeah. um, which makes part of what the DNA is to be an entrepreneur. Right. Well, what was the first kind of thing after being on television that you went in, okay, I'm, I'm going to own my own business and do my own thing? Um, television is wonderful. And I think uh, something like the Jillian Show or whatever, like Marilyn Show, you have to tell me. I mean, I don't know if you could speak openly about that, but can you? But I always felt like with Love It or List It, yes. um, which was amazing. I did it for seven years, an incredible opportunity. But I wanted to write my own story. I wanted to be in charge of right. of the story or the day or... and. Um, that's, always, that's because you're an entrepreneur. That's because I'm an entrepreneur. I'm very corporate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am. My son is very entrepreneurial. Yeah. Not me. You're what not? time do I have to show up? Yeah. What time right. do I have to go? Yeah. Because it's my radio background. Yeah. Yeah. That's but anyway, true. continue. And then I had babies, and yeah. I didn't get a mat leave with either of the babies, like four weeks no, or whatever. No, no, no. And so I was tired. I want to spend more time with the kids. I had a business idea, and... Um, I just thought, you know, I think it'd been seven years and I thought it's time to try something different. So the shows that you see on, on um, is it still on W? No. I don't know. I don't um, know. Our reruns. Yeah. Um, I haven't filmed for about three and a half years. Right. I, I would go back, but I just want, I needed to spend time with my children. Yeah. yeah. Well, so what was the first thing though? What was the first job? After, yeah, sorry, after, yeah. well, no, that's yeah, all right. No, no, you did. You did. But it's like you, you, you two are together. You have a baby. Yeah. How are you making money? Oh, like now what do I do for money? Like, like how do you like how do you two with a baby make money? Oh yeah. So I started the jelly box, which is like a, a quarterly it meant to be it was supposed to be a quarterly subscription box. But something really wild happened is that I set this amount of boxes that we were gonna order and on the first day it kind of went crazy like everybody was buying these boxes and what was in the boxes my favorite things and usually they're women-owned canadian-owned as many canadian made as we can but that's that's difficult um and uh you know eco-friendly and usually there's like at least a 50 percent discount so there's a surprise when you get the box it's a surprise right right. but there's you know the box 200 dollars. but it's oh there it is right there and that's because of people knowing you from the Bachelor, yeah, and they try. I do think they trust they, me. They trusted you yeah. to do that, so yeah. they want something that you have, yeah, right. that you like, yeah. that you curate, yeah. and that's why that was so successful. I'm looking at it because it's been such a wild run that business. Yeah, Lots and is it failures. still going? It's still going. It's still today is our add-ons launch for the people who got in first on the first days. Okay, what happened was on first day, five thousand people, five thousand people got in on this box. 100,000 people were in the, in the lineup. In the queue. In the queue. We didn't have 100,000 boxes. We didn't even, our website was crashing. At first I was wow. popping champagne, but then I was crying. And I was like, what happened? What did, what's, what did we create? So now we have a wait list. You have to join the wait list. And then um, what happens is once a quarter, if you're on the wait list, you hope to get the email that says, you can buy a box. Okay. If you get the box, you're going to buy it right away, and then you can choose your add-ons. But what I love most about it is we're always supporting small brands, women-owned brands, brands that are owned by, you know, um, 
underrepresented groups. Yes. Um, we, there's always a charitable component, so we're always giving money back to the community. And it's just cool. Like, it's, I've created my own product, but with other people in the community. So it's always a collaboration, which that is, is really fun. That is really yeah. commendable. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I do. And then still some endorsement stuff. You know, yeah. Joe Fresh Canadian Tire. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you got Canadian Tire, you got Joe Fresh. Yeah. And you've got this, and then Smash and Tess, you know. Yeah, yeah, tell, 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 tell people about that. Smash and Tess, they started off as doing like rompers and kimonos, and now they do everything. But they're a Canadian-owned brand. Some of their products are made in Canada, some um, offshore, and uh, they're just fun to work with. So these pants will be coming out soon. They're part of the line. But... Um, just, you know, when you can collaborate with women that see your vision and trust your vision, and uh, it just, it's a good thing. Okay, where's the energy come from? Coffee and wine. I balance it. <laughs> I balance coffee, coffee, water, wine. Okay. Um, I don't know. So having said all that, so yeah. there's a lot of things that you, yeah. you have a good crew behind you. Such a good crew. That, yeah. that, takes, that takes a while to build that. Yeah. You know, like your assistant Talk is, how, how long have you, have you... Well, she's not my assistant anymore. She's a vice president. Vice president, yeah. whole, But started as, yeah, as an assistant. started off as my assistant. And so yeah. you build, you build, you build, you build with people yeah. you trust. So people are listening to this, watching this right yeah. now, saying, I feel I've got that kind of thing, of kinship to, to Jillian Harris. Yeah. What is the lesson that you want them to remember as they're going on? Because there are mistakes that will be made. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. I think, um, like, I'm a bit self-deprecating. Like, I try not to... to pretend I know everything. Yes. Um, but also remembering that your staff are going to make mistakes, you're going to make mistakes, and that's okay. Yeah. And so let people in your life make mistakes. Let yourself make mistakes. Even strangers are going to make mistakes. They're going to cut you off, or they're not going to hold the door or whatever. And so my my mother-in-law taught me something that I always live by, is always presume goodwill. Yes, and I think that's, that's what that's gives me idea. my energy right. and um, just always being grateful for whatever. Right. And try to catch yourself when you go down that like negativity train. Right. But with the staff and, and with everything, it's just, you, I want people to be happy. I want it, them yeah. to enjoy their job. And, and there's going to be some tough days. Yeah. And there's also, oh yeah, there's also family members that have struggles. Totally, yes. And you want to talk about that a little bit? I would love to. Yeah, my mom has struggled with uh, bipolar almost my whole life. Um, and last summer, hopefully I don't cry. There she is. Oh, I'm going to cry. Aww. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Love her. She's just like... You know, they say, like, people who are just so brilliant and so artistic sometimes are the ones who struggle the most? Yes. That's yes. my mom. She's the smartest woman ever. But so she struggled really bad with depression, especially this last year. Yeah. has been very, very hard on our yeah. family. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, you just got to keep on trucking. Yeah. You got to try, you know, resources for mental health are not great. Um worldwide, but even in Canada, yeah. I know they're working on that. But, mm-hmm. but we we're to, talking about yeah, it. Yeah, we have to talk about it. We have to advocate for ourselves and our family. And um, I just experienced in this last year, thank you, that um, you have to be the one to stand up and say, this drug isn't working, this treatment isn't working, this isn't, you, you've got to be the one, and it's a lot of work. Yes. Because in our experience, nobody really did that for us. And so you advocated, you started advocating? Yeah, and my yeah. dad, bless my dad, yeah, is just yeah, like, right. if anybody's going to heaven, it's that guy for sure. Yeah. But um, anyhow, but we're a really tight family. Yes. And we've, and I think that's also what makes you um, just so grateful that you're like, hey, that, I've got my family and they're here. We made it through this. We can make it through anything. Right. But um, you got to, you know, Ellen's um, 
guy, what's his name? Um, people are going to... Oh, Twitch. Twitch. When that happened, and there was this big thing in social media saying, oh, check in on your people. It's not that easy. You can check in. You should, for sure. But just because you check in and somebody says, I'm not well, you've checked in. Then what do you do? You're like, oh, gosh. Just because I checked in, that's not where, this, that's not where it ends. And, yes. and it's a lot. So... Um, I just feel there's so many people who are struggling, especially right now, coming out of COVID yes. and with, um, you know, the, the cost of living and whatnot. And I just feel for anybody that's either struggling with any mental health yeah. struggles, um, addictions is right in that same group. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. Anxiety and also uh, people who are supporting them, family, friends. It takes a village. It, it, take, yeah. it literally yeah. takes yeah. a village. Yeah. And yeah. that's a whole job in itself. But my, bless my dad and my Auntie Pat and... Thank you so much for, I didn't know we were going to talk about that today, but I'm so glad you did oh. because of all of the things we could talk about, the clothing line, the entrepreneur, the this, the that, that is the one thing that is the most important thing that we all talk about. It's not a stigma. It's not something that we need to be embarrassed about or ashamed about or whatever. It's a real life thing, just like, not just like, but the similar thing as somebody had cancer or diabetes or, or a broken leg. It is our brain. And it is something that um, you can't just go, oh, I'm going to, you should have more kale salads or go out and exercise yeah. and get some more sunshine. Right. Even I still tell my mom and dad, go to Arizona. That's not, that's not the problem. Yeah, right. That's not the problem. You're, yes, your lifestyle, yes, having a healthy lifestyle and diet yeah. is important. But when you have uh, a, 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 an issue like bipolar or depression or yes. addiction, yeah. it's not about kale smoothies and a walk. That's nope. not the problem. Nope. So. Thank well, you. you're a good daughter. Thank you're you. You're a very good daughter. I, I, you really are a good daughter. It's a lot to take on. And with all that, with all that, then you take a look at this little six-year-old face and this little four-year-old <laughs> yeah. face, and then you go, okay, that kind of recenters me again. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's all about. Totally. And they are adorable. Oh, what yeah, a beautiful, Leo and beautiful, beautiful They oh. are joy. That's joy. You know, look how cute they are. They look so innocent. Yes. They're not. They're not. They've, they've um, both discovered the F word this year. I'm just going to be honest. And it's not fun. It's not fun. Um, they think it's so funny. But anyways, they're, they're a little bit bad, but they're bad in a good way. Like, you know. It's joy. I know. I they're know. risk takers too. They are risk takers. So you see that in the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, we want to talk about too about uh, real estate for just a moment. Oh, yeah. You know, you got a beautiful home and yeah. then you went and bought a farm. I went and bought a farm, yeah. And you said to me on a show many, many, well, a couple of years ago, yeah. what did I do? What did I do? Bought a farm in 2020. Yeah. Uh, so how's life on the farm? I, st- the reason did why. Did you sell your house? I haven't because we have to build a, another house before we could sell this house. Okay, okay. So that is in the works, but as we know, life is very expensive right now. Everything's expensive. And so I'm not building anything right now, but uh, we bought this farm because, you know, when COVID happened, we talked about growing our own food today. That's legit what we're, oh, that's the farmhouse. Yeah. Isn't that uh, cute? That's my happiest place almost on earth is in that chair. So that was already there. That's already there. Uh, the and chair I got from Facebook Marketplace for okay. $25. Okay. Yeah. But that's your joy to do that. That's my joy. Yes. But the farmhouse was, was there, there. The farmhouse was And you was had there. to paint it and do yes. it. Yes. It. It's Look livable. how cute that is. Yeah. Yeah. It's li- people are like, why don't you move to the farmhouse? It's a lot smaller than it looks. Yes. And it's livable, but not really. Like there's no um, central air, no, wa- no dishwasher, no TV. I could live without a TV. But um, okay. It's beautiful. It's a hundred and like twenty years old or something like that. It's but, it's really adorable. Yeah. And one day I'm going to come out and visit. You're going to come stay in there. Yeah, I am. Going to have coffee in that little. Sunroom. I'm going to. I like yes. that. I love that yes. sunroom. So the the thing is, Real you estate. know, you bought you, you you bought this place. Mm-hmm. 
there was asparagus kind of growing wildly. You were very excited about picking it about after an yeah. hour you got tired of I'm still it. excited about yeah. it. Um, you're talking about a vineyard? What are you talking about with this? So, yeah, it was not fully out in the open yet, but I'll tease it that, you know, you all know I love wine. Um, and so I tried growing flowers last year. Epic fail. I mean, they were beautiful, but I just... Could not fear first. You have to plant the flower, then you have to grow it, then you have to cut it, then you have to find somebody to buy it, and then you have to wrap it up and deliver it. And I was literally running around in my car with the kids there, like dropping off flowers at people's houses. I'm like, this is not, this is not a good idea. But we are going to plant grapes on the property. Okay, very good. And our plan is to do a little partnership with one of my favorite wineries, and they're going to help us figure out how to make wine. That's so great. Yeah. So that's on the horizon. That's on the horizon. Is there anything else that's on the horizon right now? Well, yeah. Uh, so I got a little line that's coming out with Smash and Test in a couple weeks. Right. Uh, pajamas in a couple weeks. Uh, another partnership with Joe Fresh. Um, am I allowed to be saying all this? I'm yeah. saying it. No, you can it's say out it. There now. I know, it's out. Um, at the Jilly Box is my baby because I have a lot of control right. over right. what goes in the box and where it's made and who right. I'm supporting. Right. And I know it doesn't sound like I'm going to slow down, but I was telling Marilyn uh, backstage that I've started to go, you know, a few days a week where I'm just like. I'm breathing. I gotta. I gotta save the energy to do all these things. You do. Yeah. So, so we were talking about um, taking days off, and yes. you have a day where you don't take any phone calls. You just. It's not a day off. You're just working. Yeah. So it's like Nobody you're busy Monday, involved. Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. You're collaborating with your staff, your crew, also raising a family. Yeah. It's very similar to this. People yeah. run around right, with, right, right. with their husbands. And then on Thursday, what you do is you go, I'm not taking a phone. I'm just going to yeah. clean up what I talked about the this week. And, and, yeah. and get that. And what what is the day, though, just spending time alone? Is that recalibrates you and that's enough to get you to Friday? Is that what you're talking about? I think so. There's just so much going on. And I find like Monday to Wednesday, um, people are contacting me. I'm on Instagram. I'm answering this. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm on camera, which you know, is, yeah. is, is, it is exhausting, although it's a fun job, but yeah. it's still tiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on Thursday, I time block. Do you time block? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I also started another thing a couple of years ago called the Jilly Academy. So it, for any That's entrepreneurs, what I want to talk to you about. Yeah, yeah, for any entrepreneurs out there, you can check it out. It's all about like my highs and lows of the last 10 years, but I time block. And usually it's that connecting with my community. Yeah. Um, I do these things called cameos and I raise money for charity, but then I send personalized videos. You should do this. I would buy your, I would buy your video. I'm all right. Buy my after. video. I got um, some old videos from the other show that are still yeah. hanging around. And- yeah. You can find them at garage sales, but those, that's not the videos <laughs> they're talking about. Woo! No, it's true. I mean, they're like 25 years old. But the thing I is... I like this. The old videos of Marilyn from the old days that you can find at garage sales sounds very good. Spicy. Yeah, no, no, no spicy. That's not, oh, okay. Okay, ready? Ready? Sponge painting. Oh, is that spicy? Yes, those yes. kind of videos, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so so here's the thing. So you I write, and, I, and I email. Emails, yeah. and then my calendar. I like to organize my calendar. That's also when I do like the kids hot lunch yeah. order forms and where am I going to volunteer? Yeah. And like, I like to map out the next couple. So weeks. before we wrap this up, the, let's talk about the Academy. What, if, if you look into the Academy, what kind of a person is applying to the Academy? So, um, 
you know, believe it or not, like digital creator is a job now. So they yes. kind of call that influencer, digital creator. Um, and so a lot of people are doing it and then you can actually make a living from it. You get, get sponsored by different brands who want you to promote their products. You can launch your own products. So somebody who wants to become an influencer or digital creator, this is good. This is what this, yeah. um, this academy is all about. Yeah, or small yeah. business, yeah. entrepreneur, somebody who has a side hustle and they're thinking they want to make the leap from like working for corporate and doing their yes. own thing. Right. And it sort of talks about like how to find that path of how you know what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and why. Yeah. Because it always goes back to me always about the legacy. Nobody is going to care about your Louis Vuitton purse as much as you think they are. They're not going to care about that. They're going to care about that feeling that you gave them. Right. So for me, it's always about the why. What's that legacy? Yeah. And so that's what we talk about in the course. It's like, why are you starting this, this business? Is it because you want to be rich and you want to have a Louis Vuitton purse? Or what is the purpose of this business? Right, right. And then I go on to talk about like photography and videography and how to and, do it right. Yeah, and how to connect with your community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we go into the business side of things. So hiring employees, growing your team. That's really good. Um, you know, the financial side of the business. Because people look at people that are successful with that and they go, I I maybe go, how do they do that? So this is where this is. This is where and it's fun. And I change my outfit on every um, module. I changed my outfit to make it exciting for our viewers. <laughs> you didn't do that on my show today. I, I didn't know I had the option. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, thank you so much. Thank so thank you, you for talking to us about all that is Julian Harris. You're very welcome. Julian Harris. Marilyn Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.